You're listening to Sascapes, a podcast featuring the stories of arts, culture, and heritage in Saskatchewan. explain exhibits, some attend board meetings to provide progress reports, they plan sessions for exhibitions and shows. Why? Well, to quote one participant, it's fun to do, it's cool showing people what you know. But here's the thing, some of them are only 8, 9, and 10 years old. My guests, Kayla and Spencer, are two of the junior curators at the Meacham Museum in Saskatchewan. Flo Frank, the mayor of Meacham, and my guest in episode 28, was one of the founding members of this initiative. The Junior Curator Program began in 2013 and allows children who have a love of museums and history to take on some of the responsibilities of a museum curator. I'm Kevin Power, and don't be surprised if you stop by the Meacham Museum and hear the voices of our younger generation welcoming you at the door. Everybody gets to hear your story now. And we are in this adorable little museum here in Meacham, the Meacham Museum. And I am with Spencer and Kayla, who are two of the junior curators here at the museum. Let's start with you, Spencer. Tell me, um, you live here in Meacham, huh? Mm-hmm. And tell me a little bit about the Junior Curator Program and how you got involved. Is this your first year? Second. Your second time around. Okay. And so what is what does your job involve? What do you have to do as a Junior Curator? Well, if they're going to one of the stations, you would say what station it is, and then you would go around the whole museum. So the stations are all these little places that are around us, and each one sort of represents a theme and a time frame. Is that right? Yep. And so how are you so smart to know about all of the information behind all these stations? How did you get to know that? Um, because he listened a lot. Right. So you, did you have a little bit of a training program? Kind of. Yeah? Right. And then strangers just come to visit the museum when they come through town, and you have the important job of introducing them to the history of Meacham, huh? Sometimes. Have you met some pretty cool people? Mm-hmm. And do kids sometimes come through? Yep. Yep. And Kayla, what about you? How long have you been a junior curator here? Two years. Two years as well. Is that how long the program's been running for, a couple of years? Yeah. So you're one of the first. You're both a couple of the first curators. Right, and you two had to go through a training program as well? Yep. What do you like about being a junior curator? Meeting the new people. Yeah? You've met some pretty cool people? Yeah. Can you remember somebody who's come from really, really far away, like maybe another province? Do they tell you where they've come from? Not usually. No? Sometimes, like, people come, like, during the 
Like during the tourist season? Yeah, like when we have big things. Mm -hmm. Like do you have big celebrations in town? Yeah, like we had the... Centennial? Centennial. Uh Uh-huh. But it wasn't running then, but it was like packed. Really? A lot of people came for the centennial? Yeah. Which is a hundred years, right? Yeah. And... And I had a lot of cousins from here, too. Oh. And some came to the museum. Had you had some cousins who came that you had never met before? Uh, yeah. Um, we had cousins that I never knew that I met at uh, an- my cousin's anniversary. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. And... and- how do you find um how do you find out all of the information be i mean a lot of this this uh stuff that we're surrounded by is much much older than you are so how much work goes into getting to know all of this i mean you have a training program but you must have to listen really hard and have a really keen interest in 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 knowing the history of your town and remembering it all huh yeah and so what in your opinion What's the coolest thing in here? What thing do you love to talk about the most? Usually the school is the most interesting. Because it's funny to think about how things were done back then? Yeah. What's different back then um, and now? Um, What do you do differently now that, that they did back then? Well, we have more books. A lot more books now? Yeah. Right. And you don't have all the technology that you have today? You didn't have computers back then, huh? No. Right. Did they even have ballpoint pens back then? Or they had to write with ink? Yeah. Yeah, with ink. What's the coolest thing um, in the museum that you like, Spencer? Um, probably the school, too. The school, too? Would you like school to go back to the way it was here? Mm-mm. No? Why not? Because I'm not good with ink. You're not good with ink. (laughs) But you're probably pretty good on the keyboard and the computer, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. No, you're not good with ink? You're not good on the keyboard and the computer? Really? Gee, so maybe maybe you do really well with the old school technology with with ink. I prefer to write then. You prefer to write? Do you do a lot of writing yourself? Like short stories and things? Mm-hmm. Not really. No? But stories are really important um, here in the museum, aren't they? I mean, stories are a way of telling people about our lives. Yeah. yeah. And and so tell me about the idea that you have that you'd like to see happen here at the museum. You have a really cool idea. Involving some people you were telling me about? Like my cousins? Yeah, was were they your cousins? Well, yeah, I had a lot of cousins that lived here. Mm-hmm. It was like we could fill like a whole block with my cousins, basically. Yeah? Yeah. But did you have a project in mind that you thought would be very cool for the museum here as a junior curator involving other kids? Yeah, actually we were doing the... Um, sock puppets one day for the museum. Yeah? Tell me about that. How Did you make the puppets yourself? Well, we haven't done it yet. Oh, 
this is something you're thinking of doing or it's already being talked about and planned? Yeah, we're doing it. We just haven't figured out, like, the date and stuff. And are you going to use the sock puppets to tell stories? We're going to make sock puppets just as, like, something they did back then. Yeah, they would have, yeah, they would have done that back then. How do you, do you feel like it's your job to get other kids your age involved as a junior curator? I mean, is it important to you that other kids get involved? Yeah. Why? Why is it important that we remember this this history? I mean, this is something that, this is all stuff that happened ages ago. Why don't we go, ah, that was way back then. We don't need to remember all that. Why is it important to remember it to you? Because it's like our, it could be your family history and stuff. Yeah. That's and important to learn. It is important to learn because it it helps us remember where we've come from and and in our story, it contributes to our story, doesn't it? Yeah. Spencer, is it really important for you that you get other kids involved in Junior Curator Program? Mm-hmm. Why? So they can learn about stuff that they don't know about. Right. So is it difficult to get other kids involved? What do you say when you're talking to other kids um, in school? Do you, how do you how do you approach them and how do you tell them that they should be involved in the program? I tell them about how like fun it is and stuff. Yeah, and so you start this junior curator program. What time? At the beginning of the summer? You're sort of on call all year round. Mm-hmm. When they call and say junior curator to the museum, please. You guys are the first ones. So you have these meetings that you have to mm-hmm. go to as junior curator. And what do yep. you do? What do, Why do you have to go to the meeting? So, like, if you have something and and you aren't there that you could use in there, they can't have it in. Right. So is it your job to come to the meeting with an idea that you want to present to mm-hmm. everybody that you'd like to see? Yep. So tell me about some of the ideas that you've brought to the meeting that you'd like to have happen here. Um, I had my, um, like, little people. You have little people? Like little statues and figurines and things? Kind of. Uh-huh. And who are these little people? Do they represent old-timers that grew up in, in, in town? Or tell me about how you use those little people. Well, you got, they're about, like, they're short. Okay. And then you can, like... You can like stand them up by yourself, so you can like. So if you have like a school, you can like put the kids there. Okay, and the, so the kids help tell the story of of school life back then. Yep. Right, and any other ideas that you think of that might be kind of cool to use? Yeah, I thought of some. What about but... what about the farming life around here? Do you have any ideas about how you'd like to portray farms around here? Because it's pretty important, the farming life in Saskatchewan, isn't it? Yep. What do you love about Saskatchewan? What's your favorite thing? The lakes. You like the lakes? Mm -hmm. Do you go swimming in them? Yeah. And do you go fishing in them? Sometimes. Have you caught anything? One time I caught a big fish. It took my little rod thing. It did? It pulled it right out of your hand? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you get the fish back or did you get the rod back? No. No? They all, the fish swam away with your fishing rod? Yep. Well, I guess he told Well, it didn't you. get the rod. It got, like, the thing that gets The it. hook and the line, yeah? <laughs> and you never saw him again? He took off. Well, I guess he told you, huh? 
Mm-hmm. That was my lucky one. That was your lucky, uh, your lucky fish hook. Mm-hmm. Wow! <laughs> You'll have to get another lucky fish hook. Yep. Kayla, um, tell me about the meetings for you. You have to come to the meetings with ideas as well, huh? Yeah. So tell me about some of the ideas that you've brought to the meetings. Well, the sock puppets was a little bit of my idea. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I guess you can. Christmas decorations. Oh, yeah? Were you able to find really old Christmas decorations? We actually made some. You made some? Yeah. What did you make them out of? Stuff they would uh, have made Christmas decorations with yeah, back then? Yeah, we made some paper mm-hmm. and newspaper stuff. Yeah, those paper chains. What about, yeah. um? have you tried stringing the popcorn and the cranberries together? They used to do that. They used to do a kernel of popcorn yeah. and then one whole cranberry and then another popcorn to make a long, long chain. We didn't do that, but I think someone else did. <laughs> I guess if you have edible Christmas decorations, the mice will come and eat them, huh? Well, yeah. if you had fake popcorn and cranberries, they wouldn't eat it. Yeah, maybe you'll have to come up with an idea to make, figure out how to make a paper mache fake popcorn and yeah. cranberries. Yeah, we could get like yellow paper and whatever color the berries on it and put it on the screen. Yeah, you know, it... it I just kind of thought that as a junior curator, it would be really important that you guys work together to come up with ideas, huh? Yep, yeah. Me yeah. and my sister sometimes come with, up with stuff together. Yeah, is your sister also a junior curator? Mm-hmm. And is she fairly... Oh, Kayla yeah. is your sister. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize you were brother and sister. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, and so you guys go to school here, huh? Uh, no, there's no school here. There used to be. Yeah. And okay. then that one got teared down in a way. Yeah. So it's, how... a, it's actually a person's house now. Oh. And so how far is it that you have to travel to go to school? Not that it's far. It's like 15 minutes to get there in Viscount. Oh, in Viscount. Okay. And do the kids in Viscount know that you're junior curator? Some do. Yeah. I have a friend there that is one. Uh, I put basically all my class. <laughs> you what? Basically told all my class. You did? You mm-hmm. told all your class? Basically. And do they think you guys are pretty cool that you have such a big responsibility being junior curators? Some do. Yeah? My friend Nathan comes here. Mm-hmm. He works here. The whole yeah. classroom? And you have to yeah. show the whole class around? Yeah. We haven't yet. I have. You have? Spencer, you have? Mm-hmm. Is that kind of scary to be showing your whole classroom around kind of but they must think you're pretty cool to have that responsibility yeah me and nathan showed them around and does the teacher come as well Mm -hmm. wow me and nathan well we're close to the same age he's six and i'm seven and then he turned seven and we're the same age and then i turn eight and then he's still seven so how old are you actually now seven seven and kayla how old are you now i'm ten you're the older sister yeah and you, so that means you would have been eight when you started, yeah. two years ago. Those are that's re- a really big, impressive responsibility for kids so young. I think mm-hmm. not every not every um, kid is interested in history. I think it's pretty cool that you guys are interested in the history of the town where you live. Yeah, I watched that the show on history, and it's called Curse of Oak Island. On the History uh, Channel on TV. Mm-hmm. So you really like history a lot, both of you. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's something that you'd like to study when when you're grown up? 
<laughs> and and because you like pen and paper, you'd probably be the person that would write a lot of stories. Yeah. yeah. You have to say your name, okay. and then when you're done, you have to say thank you and please sign the book. The guest book? Okay, and so if I'm somebody that's coming along here and I have introduced myself and you've told me who you are, mm -hmm. and then I come up to this table that we're sitting at here and I see this bell here, is there anything mm -hmm. you can tell me about this bell? Does it actually, can I touch it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, and it rings. Mm -hmm. So what's, do you know the story behind this bell, how it came to be in the museum? When we, we were talking about stuff you were going to do, and then we thought of doing a classroom, and when back and then they used bells as for, so say you came back from recess, there you go, right. time to go back in the school. Right, because they didn't have like a buzzer system on the school <laughs> or anything, they would use a bell. <laughs> right. And what about these really, really old books that are here? Are these all books, Kayla, that would have been history books? So this is a calendar here from 1974. But there are a lot of books that are around here. Here's one here. The Home Messenger, 1913. These are, these are history books, it seems. History of the area. And do you think that these are the kind of books that maybe they would have had in, in the schoolhouse that they would have had to read? Yeah. Right. Books are amazing, huh? No matter how far yes. technology gets advanced, you know, how, how advanced we become, we always have books. I love reading. You do? What's your favorite thing to read? Mm, his Star Wars books. <laughs> Star Wars? You're a big Star Wars fan? Mm -hmm. And we had a whole bunch of Lego stuff that we builded. Lee built some Lego. We're going to be talking mm -hmm. to Lee later on. And tell me about some of the things that you saw that Lee had built. He built a train that you can make go around the track. The train actually goes around the track? Mm -hmm. And have you tried building stuff with Lego? Sometimes, but my dad helps me. Yeah? Lego's pretty cool, huh? Did you like mm -hmm. the Lego as well, Kayla? Yeah. 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 Do you think they had Lego back then in in the time in which we have some of the school um, things that are on display here? Do you think they would have had Lego then? No. No? They might have. It might have been made out of wood and they whittled it. Whittle block, yeah. Oh, did they whittle back then? Yeah. Tell me about whittling. Is that that thing that you do with wood? Yeah. And you, would like, you can carve all sorts of different things with a knife and a piece of wood. Right. Have you tried it? No. <laughs> so, Kayla, I'm somebody that's come through the door from far away, and I'm walking in to see the museum, and what's the first thing that I can expect when I come in? You can expect for me to say hi and introduce myself. Okay. And then how would I know where to start? Because there's so much stuff. Do you sort of give me a guided tour? Do we begin in a particular place if I don't know where to start? It doesn't matter. You could start anywhere okay. usually we'll start in that corner in that corner okay and then there's a lot of information over there about storytelling huh in that corner over there like the community and the yeah. community stories yeah right and then there's a blackboard that's up there june 10th 1950 that's not today's date 
But is that blackboard the kind of blackboard that they would have used in the schoolhouses? Yeah. Right. And if I said to you as a visitor, show me your most favorite thing. What's the thing that you find the most interesting? Where would you take me? Which table would you take me to? Um, Which station? Maybe this shelf up there because there used to be like this strap there. The shelf with all the tins on it? Yeah. And what would they use those tins for? All their baking stuff. Right. Yeah, I guess they they would have had to do um, a lot of baking and maybe not always have electric ovens, huh? Yeah. The museum changes all the time, meaning that the displays are different? Yep. So when do you change the displays? Is there a certain time of year? Hey, it's Kevin. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Just a quick reminder that the Sascapes podcast is available for free on your favorite podcast app, or you can stream it from your browser. Check out the show notes for the link. On the Sascapes homepage, you'll notice something new under the logo called Sascapes Plus. You can't miss it. There's a big button saying support with a heart icon next to it. I'd love it if you could click on that button and help keep this podcast series going. When Sascapes launched in May 2014, it was the first podcast in the province celebrating arts, culture, and heritage. In fact, you'd have been pretty hard-pressed to find any Saskatchewan podcast. So I'd like to think that we paved the way. It's been because of your support that this podcast is now in its ninth year. Okay, that's it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Not usually. We usually do it like once in the spring Mm -hmm. or something and once in like the winter. Okay. And Spencer, where does... So if this stuff goes, that must mean that other things come in. So do you have a space where you store all of the stuff? Mm -hmm. (laughs) In that little room. A little tiny room back there, right. And so you'll take out some of the stuff and put it in the back room. And then Mm -hmm. some of the things that are in the back room, you'll bring out here and change (laughs) up the displays. Yep. And so if we didn't see um, some of the things here because you put them in the back, what sorts of things would you bring out that I can't see here today? Maybe some... Maybe some people might bring... Maybe we have lake one there and we might... Clean it out. Uh huh. Some Lego. And do you get to decide as junior curators? Do you have some input on what you'd like to have brought out here? Um, we kind of like go to our house and like see if there's like stuff like that we that we like use still, but like that they can use for a while. Right. Hey, Kayla. This building that we're in. Tell me about the museum building itself. What was this before? Was it always a museum? No, it used to be actually like Lee and Flo's house. It used to be like... A studio. It was a studio. And do you know what it was before that, when the building was actually constructed? Might have been someone's house. I don't know. Mr. Clemission? And he had a harness shop for horses? A sh... Yeah, and shoes. And a shoe shop? So he worked with leather? Yeah. Right. These must be the original floors, too, huh? I think so. That's pretty cool. What else would I find in the room back here that isn't out here today, Kayla? Well, 
last year we had the Christmas tree and like a little scene from the house. Mm-hmm. And then over in the back, in that corner, was the um a Christmas concert display. Oh yeah, from one of the old Christmas concerts yeah. that they used to have. Do you have Christmas concerts here in Meacham? No, but we do at our school. At your school, right? And so the museum stays open even during the winter time, Spencer. Yep. All winter. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Or when when people want to come in, they can they can uh, contact uh, contact the town and say, "I'd like to come and see the museum," and you let them yep. in. Yep. Right. Must get. Does it get chilly in here during the winter? How do you keep it heated? We have, we have um, a little. Oh fire yeah, you have a little fireplace. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where would the, where would the toys that came from? Where did all those? There, there's tons of dolls in here. How have they made it to the museum? Well, everybody brings like some stuff to help out. Sometimes we'll we go to buy some stuff. Mm-hmm. I think. But are a lot of these toys things that people would have kept over the years in their families? And they donated them to the museum? Yeah. Like somebody's come in and said, my grandmother had this doll and she's she passed it on to, to her daughter, who's my mom and my mom. I mean, is that sort of how some of these things come here through families? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Are you saving things that you have now in hopes that one day they might be of interest to a museum? Do you collect things? Sometimes I'll collect collect like shells if mm-hmm. I can find right. any and sometimes if it's a really cool rock. Right. Spencer behind us we've got a checker board. Do you know how that came to get here? The checkers is a board game and <laughs> board games are kind of out of fashion these days, don't you find? Do you play board games or is everything that you guys are playing on computer now? I play some board games. Yeah? So they're not completely out of fashion? They're still pretty cool to play mm-hmm. board games? Yeah. So, and checkers is still around, huh? Mm-hmm. You can probably still play that on a board game. Yep. So as old as some of these things are, um, some things never change. There's always dolls, right? Dolls never go out of fashion. Do you see that high chair that's behind us here, that white high chair? Can you believe I have that exact high chair in my bedroom? And that was a chair that my brothers ate on when they were babies all the way through to me. I'm the seventh seventh kid in my family. And I got to sit in the high, and it's exactly the same thing. I'm the fourth one. You're the fourth? And Kayla, you're the first? No, No? I'm the third. Okay, and what... And what about your older, you have two, is it two older, uh, an older brother and an older sister, or two older brothers? Two, two older, older brothers. Okay, and why, are they uh, junior curators as well, or are they too mm-hmm. old? My they're brother. Cool. They're too cool. Oh, yeah, they they're too cool. cool, but don't you think being a junior curator is pretty cool? Yeah. yeah. I mean, knowledge and history is pretty cool. My friend said, my friend Tanner, he came here and he's like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Oh, that's great. 
Yeah, we have some cousins that work here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't mm-hmm. come here as much because they live out by Bruno, and their mom owned the store, and we used to have uh, ice cream night, and the museum would be opened, mm-hmm. so they would help run it. How many junior curators are there? Eight. There are eight. Yeah. Wow. So there's a pretty big group. Yeah. So not they're all the curators. Friends. friends. So yeah. so they're not all related to you. Nope. Right. And do you all get together? Is there a time when all the curators have to get together? Is that the meeting? Sometimes. Does everybody usually. have to be there? Some. The one year we had like awards. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you get a certificate for completing the program. Yep. And do you hang the certificate on the wall at home? No, I keep it in my pouch until I'm like, and then I'm like, what is this? Oh, yeah, I got my certificate. From right. The... That's pretty important. Mm-hmm. How did this program get started? Well, my, my, my cousin and Kayla wanted to work here, and then Liam Flo said, do you want to be junior curious? And then they're like, yeah. And then me and Kit wanted to do it, and we did it. And then Mitchell wanted to do it for a little, and then he did it. So are you telling me that you guys inspired the idea? Mm-hmm. You brought the idea to Flo and said we'd like to be involved in the museum? Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Kayla? It came to be because Leah and Flo were going to take a phone call, and it would be a while and so we were watching the museum me and my cousins and Spencer helped out and my friend helped out too and then they're like okay we're back now and then we're like how about you go get some ice cream and then yeah so they went to go get some ice cream and then yeah we closed up and it's been like that ever since, basically. Wow. I think that's fantastic. You guys are the junior curator pioneers. <laughs> You're trailblazers yourself. One day they'll write you up in the history books as being the pioneers of the junior curator program in Meacham. Maybe. Pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe kids that will hear this will think, gee, I think I'd like to try that in my <laughs> own museum. Maybe I could ask them to start a junior curator program. Mm-hmm. Is there a cutoff age? Is there a point where you're too old to be a junior curator? No, Not so, really. Like some people like that are like over ten did it. Like my brother, that's turning thirteen soon. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but I'd probably be too old to be a junior curator. <laughs> You'd probably be like one of the ones that actually help run it. Oh, I see. And, and so are those the adults that help run the program? That must be a big mm-hmm. responsibility too, huh? Yeah. Right. Anything else you can think of that you'd like to tell me about the Junior Curator Program? Would, tell me this. Would you encourage other uni- other museums around the province to also have a Junior Curator Program? If I were coming from a town that had a museum Give me your best sales pitch. Why should I have a junior curator program in my museum? Because, like, some kids, like, my age, like, want to be a junior curator, but they don't live here. Mm-hmm. But if they worked here, they would have to travel a while. Okay. So if they had a museum in their town, and I would tell them, 
and I'd ask them, do you have a museum? And if they said, yeah, I'd say, hey, maybe you could have a junior curator thing too. That would be fantastic. Just think, you could inspire um, museums throughout Saskatchewan to have a junior curator program. <laughs> you can be the pioneers of the junior curator program of Saskatchewan. That would be pretty cool, huh? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. I'm sure glad I got a chance to meet you guys. I wish I had something like this when I was growing up. It seems like a pretty good focus to have at such a young age, huh? Mm -hmm. And so you'll keep going? This isn't going to be your last year as junior curator? Nope. Right. Excellent. Well, I wish you much success in your very big responsibilities as a junior curator. And... I I know that people that are coming to visit will be in really good hands knowing that they've got you both to take them through the museum. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. You're welcome. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you. Thanks for listening. The Sascapes podcast is created by Kevin Power as part of the Culture Days Animateur program operated by Sass Culture. Funding to the cultural sector is provided through the Saskatchewan Lotteries Trust Fund for Sports, Culture and Recreation. If you want to hear more of these podcasts or to see the great work being done by other SAS culture animateurs, please visit www.iheartculture.ca. Special thanks to Paved Arts in Saskatoon for their technical support. Music for Sascapes is provided by Saskatchewan-born singer-songwriter Jeffrey Straker. There is no end to the stories to be told. So, until next time...